Hi guys, so I thought I'd make this quick video in response to a lot of athletes over the last few months that seem to be transitioning onto an exclusively plant-based diet or a vegan diet, likely in response to certain documentaries such as The Game Changers which came out uh, maybe six months ago that promote this style of eating in athletes in order to maximize training adaptations and performance. And it's always good to get the perspective of a sport nutritionist. I hold the position, I would say, of most sports nutritionists within this area on this topic. And, you know, a lot of people will watch these documentaries and the next day they say, I'm going to be plant-based. I've heard all the arguments. I know the science. Um, this is the best thing for me to do. And if that's, that is you, then great. However, I would warn you that uh, there is more to the story. Um, that is not to say that you shouldn't follow this style, style of eating, it's just to say that there are considerations that you need to keep in mind that aren't put forth by these documentaries based on their particular bias in that area and wanting you to obviously transition onto to their, to their diet. And if you're keen to find out more then just click on the link below because we currently have a fantastic deal on the MatchFit Nutrition Academy which you won't find on our website. This topic on um, veganism and plant-based diets can be a very long video. It can be going, go on, the discussion can go on for hours. So I'm very aware of that and I'll keep it to the main three key points that you really need to keep in mind uh, when transitioning or thinking about transitioning onto the diet. So the first thing to keep in mind is that the athletes which these documentaries promote, these elite athletes, whether that is Novak Djokovic, Lionel Messi, um, certain basketball players, these people at the top of their game that have changed, uh, changed diet recently, please note that this is not in the context that it needs to be in when looking at you as an athlete transitioning onto the diet. Because these athletes have reached that level not on an exclusively plant-based diet. So all the training adaptations that they've had over the, you know, the last 10 years, they have had with the incorporation of animal-based products, they have not had that eaten exclusively plant-based. So although they might be maintaining their performance on a diet and potentially even improving it slightly, this isn't the same as you at a certain level going from here up to here and needing to maximize everything in between to reach that level that you really want to get at. So there's a massive difference between maintaining or improving performance versus maximizing performance. And that's a difference to know here. Also as well with this is that if you really get a clearer picture on the vast amount of people that have tried to transition onto the diet, that have worked with sports nutritionists such as myself. There are a lot of athletes that have tried this transition and failed, whether it is from a sustainability perspective or because they have noticed reduced performance or training adaptations eating exclusively plant-based. So documentaries such as this can be a bit biased and they only mention the athletes that have success stories. Um, however, there are a lot of athletes that have tried it and failed. So please do not be swayed um, thinking that you're going to go into this diet and you know, you're, you're going to separate yourself from the pack. That is not going to happen. Now, the second thing to note with uh, this diet is that 
nutrient bioavailability is going to be lowered, at least with certain vitamins and minerals or nutrients such as uh, dietary protein. Um, vitamin A is not found within plants. Iron is one to note. B12, um, zinc as well. Uh, vitamin K2. Uh, a lot. I think. I feel like a lot of people transitioning to this diet. They they think as long as I can overcome the dietary protein issue and supplement with vitamin B12, I'm all good. Um, however, that's not the case. There are a lot more vitamins and minerals that need to be accounted for for their reduced bioavailability. Um, and even when it comes to uh, fat quality, um, plant sources of dietary fat are inferior to animal-based sources of fat, um, especially when talking about the quality of omega-3 that's found within plants compared to animal sources because the source found within plants is not in the bioavailable form and it needs to again be converted into the bioavailable form within the body and so the benefits that you get from consuming a certain nutrient on paper the same amount of certain nutrient on paper isn't like it's not a like for like exchange so that's something to be aware of now protein is obviously a topic that comes up a lot and it touches on what I just mentioned. The protein quality of plants is generally inferior to animal-based quality, um, at least when talking about its effect within muscle tissue and muscle cells and how it increases muscle protein synthesis. So your protein needs on a plant-based diet are going to be increased to compensate for the reduced protein quality. However, the quantity of nutrients such as protein is also less within plant sources based off the amount of protein per 100 grams of that given food. So not only do you need to compensate with eating more of that, of that food, you then have the reduced quantity within plant foods, which just makes it that ever so bit more inconvenient in order to increase the amount that you actually need. So you have uh, you can come at it from two different perspectives, which ultimately just causes a lot more inconvenience. Now, a lot of people, a lot of athletes will just say, you know, you might have issues with vitamin A, vitamin B12, vitamin D, um, K2, protein, whatever it is. All you need to do is supplement with that vitamin or that mineral and you will get or you will avoid deficiencies. You'll get the same uh, physiological response. Again, it's not that simple. There's not um, adequate evidence, at least with many of these vitamins and minerals, that supplementation is able to avoid deficiency. And so I wouldn't be too confident that just supplementing with vitamin or mineral can overcome a deficiency if you do have a deficiency. Um, maybe in some cases it can. However, in some cases it can't. And this is definitely individualized. Maybe some people are able to do this and some people aren't. And so I'd note your, your symptoms when transitioning to a vegan diet to ensure that you aren't becoming deficient. So really keep in mind how you're feeling. Uh, are you more tired? Are you not sleeping as well? Um, are you not recovering as well? And then the more you're aware of these changes, the more that you can then alter your diet in order to overcome any deficiencies in particular areas. Now, and if you're keen to find out more then just click on the link below because we currently have a fantastic deal on the MatchFit Nutrition Academy which you won't find on our website. 
Now, the third thing to keep in mind when talking about the, the vegan diet is that if you are going to transition, I would recommend uh, working with a nutritionist during the transitioning phase, maybe the first uh, one, two, three months, really depending on uh, how well you seem to, to transition onto the diet and if you notice any issues. Because nutrition is an extremely complicated subject and I, it often gets oversimplified sometimes um, with how all these nutrients interact within the body um, and how going on something like a plant-based diet has uh, an effect on you. There are lots of different aspects that, that need to be accounted for that again, they can't really be said in one video such as this. So I'd highly recommend um, consulting with or working with a well-regarded sport nutritionist in the area if you are someone that's concerned with maximizing performance whilst on the diet. You know, can this be done? Again, it's, it's not for me to say there's simply just not enough evidence on it. I personally argue no. And I feel like most sports nutritionists would argue no. Um, however, we'd also argue that you can become a professional athlete on the diet and there's, there's no reason why you can't improve drastically on the diet. Um, there's a lot of things that it does well and there are lots of things that you also need to look further into and consider. Um, there's pros and cons and it's, is it going to be for everyone? No. And to know if it works best for you, again, I'd recommend working uh, with a nutritionist. So hopefully you found this video helpful guys, please share it with anyone that you think it might help. And if you're keen to find out more then just click on the link below because we currently have a fantastic deal on the MatchFit Nutrition Academy which you won't find on our website.